Welcome and great to have you join us as we go off script with Sam Monk, Senior Leader of Equippers Church. Enjoy today's podcast. Hi and welcome to Off Script with Sam Monk, where we talk about what's worked, what hasn't, and leadership lessons. And Sam, what we often do is we, we're often commissioning leaders and commissioning pastors and people in different environments. And we often talk about when people ask us, oh, when you're looking for leaders and, and pastors and various people, we talk about this thing of people functioning in those roles before we actually position them. Yeah, in or recognize roles, the recognize, yeah, yeah, recognize that mantle that's already on their life. And often the even if it's a credential that we give somebody, yeah. it's because they've already functioned in that position maybe for a significant period yeah, of time. Yeah, we're recognizing what they're already doing. We're yeah. not making them something right. that they're not that they're already. Not already. Yeah. yeah, a lot of people say, oh, well, you give me the position right. and I'll function. Yeah. And I go, no, 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 you function and then we'll recognize yeah. the position. And yeah, it's good to clarify uh, the position, but the danger is people lead from their position rather than through, you know, an authentic gift of right. leadership yeah. and uh, the gift and the grace that God's put on their life. And because they're functioning, people have often already grown something. They've even grown a significant small group or they've yep. grown some area that we are now recognizing, oh, you've already done this stuff and you've led people and you're doing that well and we think you can do that in a bigger context. Or Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I, I like the challenge that um, Peter gives in first cha- uh, Peter chapter 5. Right. In fact, I think I'm going to read might, it. Yeah. yeah. So first Peter chapter 5, verses 1 to 4, and this is the New Living Translation, it says, And now a word to you who are elders in the churches. I too am an elder and a witness to the sufferings of Christ, and I too will share in his glory when he is revealed to the whole world. As a fellow elder, I appeal to you. So this is where he talks about care for the flock that God has entrusted to you. Watch over it willingly, not grudgingly. Yeah. Uh, not for what you will get out of it. I love that. Yeah. But because you are eager to serve yeah. God. Yeah. Uh, don't lord it over people. This is something we talk about all the time. Don't yeah. lord that you know, don't lord from your position really, eh? Yeah, over dominate, people, yeah. dominate, assign to your care, but lead them by your own example. And, and I love this promise. And when the great shepherd appears, you'll receive a crown of never ending glory and honor. Yeah, that's th- cool. Their, their whole scripture wow. is rich with leadership yeah. uh, uh, principles. You know, you first got don't do it grudgingly, but doing it willingly. It's like none of us have to do this. Yeah, you know, we get to do this, yeah. we get to be a part of God's plan and outwork this. Yeah. and you know, how how cool is that? Um, but the whole thing of, you know, I like how he finishes by uh, um, lead through your example. Yeah. And one thing about leadership is uh, um, example is not an ingredient of leadership. It's the whole cake. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty true. It's the whole cake. And, you know, you can't lead people to places you've never been. There's those yeah. expressions out there. But ultimately, we've got to ex- give example. And I love um, even Paul's confidence in the Bible here. He was confident enough to say, hey, imitate me as yes. I imitate Christ. Christ. Yep. And you know, we're going to ask ourselves, what example are we giving to the people who are following us? And could we say that about our own lives? Yeah. yeah. Me as I, I don't know if I've actually said that to someone, but that's a great thought, isn't it? Yeah, well, it's just confident. There's a confidence in the direction you're going yeah. and, and who you're following. Yeah. Because um, you're just following Jesus, and in the process of following Jesus, you're creating a wake yeah. for other people to to actually discover who they are and right. what God's called them to. So, and and all this, the reason why this stuff is important eh, is because we're talking about this in the context of, re- of really servant servanthood yeah. or servant leadership. Yeah, and you mention often, you know, you, you're never, and I'm paraphrasing, but you're never more like Jesus than when you serve yeah. people. When you serve. 
Yeah. And servanthood, I mean, maybe define servanthood. How do you sort of yeah. define servanthood? Well, well, the whole thing of serving is we never graduate from it. Okay. It's not like you get to a position and you go, oh, well, I've done that serving thing. And a lot of people go, well, I'll serve until I get recognized with the position and right. then everybody serves me. But again, Jesus, he said himself, he didn't come to be served, but to serve, serve and give yeah. his life as a ransom for many. And so, so serving, it's only through serving we, we reach our potential and we never graduate from serving. And so I think, you know, if you don't enjoy serving now, mm. <laughs> you know, you're not going to enjoy it <laughs> at <laughs> any right. point in time. Yeah. And, you know, serving to me, though, in essence, is doing whatever it takes to see the vision fulfilled. Great. It's doing yeah. whatever, it's releasing whatever to see that vision realized and, um, you know, God's vision of heaven on earth yeah. you know, um, take place. That's what serving is all about. Yeah. And to me, serving is the most purest form of leadership. I agree, yeah. Totally. yeah uh, leadership does not necessarily come from your position. Mm. <laughs> it comes from your ability to serve. And serving, you know, removes the power differential. I love mm. the fact that uh, Jesus, when he came, he descended into greatness. Yeah. He, he didn't rule over people. That's what the Pharisees did or the leaders of the time did. They dominated people mm. or they came over top of people. And Peter's encouragement is don't lord it over people, yeah. uh, but lead through example. And uh, there's a strength through serving. There's, you've got to be secure in who you are as a leader uh, to serve another person and not to power up. <laughs> so that's so that but that's a really interesting point because that goes back to the point that we don't want to position people first because then the strength maybe yep. is relied in, oh, I've got the title now, I've got the name, the badge on my door, yep. and there's a danger that you, you, you lead out of that place, which actually doesn't give you any authority. No. You know, when Jesus spoke, hey, they said, look, he's one who's speaking as one who has authority because yeah. not like the Pharisees, it wasn't just mm-hmm. simply talking truth, but he was actually serving people in the process, which was so different in the day, wasn't it? Yeah. And, and that's the danger is we can have a lot of leadership rhetoric, okay. but where we get our authority from is ultimately the clarity of vision yeah. that we have. And you know, a lot of people are looking for position, but it's actually vision. The moment we stop seeing is the moment we stop leading. Yeah. And uh, what we need to give people is clarity of vision. In fact, I say to the church all the time, because a lot of people like definition. <laughs> and, you know, I need things defined. I need a job description. Well, and this I- is the great paradox <laughs> that I think you, how you lead, because you're clear in the vision of where we're going, but then it's quite ambiguous in terms of the actual roles and the defined positions yep. can be like, oh, that stuff, we don't want to be super, we don't want to spell that out too much for people. Yeah. We don't want to say you've got to work within these confines. So we're really clear about where we're going. Yeah. But then it's about, so talk about that context. Yeah, well, we want it clarity of vision, but yeah. we want to be flexible when it comes to position. Right. Because when people see vision through a position, their, their vision's always going to be muddied or it's going to be limited. And a, a lot of people, you know, are looking at their future through the lens of the responsibility that they've been entrusted with. And clarity of vision only comes through through servanthood. Mm. <laughs> you know, when you go, hey, serving is doing whatever it takes. And so it's, it's like in, in church, you often find yourself doing multiple different jobs. Yeah. Um, and you can't, if the thing's going to go forward, you go, oh, no, I don't do that. <laughs> it's like, well, are you going to do whatever it takes to move this thing forward? Because ultimately, if you're not prepared to do that, you're not a servant to the vision. Yeah. You're more, you know, it's more about your position. And that's where positional leadership you know, um, muddies vision. 
is because everybody is looking at the future through the lens of of their own personal responsibility. Yeah, and it yeah. goes back, and I think we shared this before, is when we see photographs, you know, we're often looking at the photo we're in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And if we don't look good in the photo, the photo is bad. Photo, yeah. yeah. And and it's like, no, the photo, in the end, what matters is what everybody else looks like in the photo. And it doesn't matter what we look like, yeah. as long as the overall picture is amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, th- I think that's that's something that goes, you know, gets a little bit skewed because you know we get a position. Yeah, you know, the challenge is once you get the position, what are you going to do with that mm. position? Mm. Yeah, you know, and I like Mordecai's challenge to Esther. You know, don't think you're safe up in that palace yeah. there. You know, maybe you've come into the kingdom for such, such a time, time as this. this. That's right? Yeah, it's like position. You know, her gift got her the position of yeah. queen. Yeah. But just because she had the position of queen did, didn't mean she would fulfill her call. Yeah. And her call was to save a nation. Yeah. You know, so many people think their destiny is I'm called to be a senior pastor. Mm. Then they get to be a senior pastor. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do now? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I've arrived. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I've arrived. I've got the position. Yeah, no, yeah. Uh, any, any position we find ourselves in is there ultimately there to serve a call. Yeah. And our security needs to come from our call, not our position. Because mm. ultimately, any position we have is just servant yeah. To, yeah, to, to the call that God's given us, yeah. uh, the call and the commission. And I think, you know, uh, if we can break down some of this, I think there will come a lot, of clar- a lot more clarity. And yes, we need to give uh, descriptions. Mm. Of of sure yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we yeah I mean I think that's important to mention we we, yeah. we have job descriptions and we have yeah. all those things so we're not you know it's not like we don't have those things yeah we just don't want those things to be the the things that lead us and I, and I think you know just going back to your point of Mordecai because it goes on to say hey if 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 it's not going to be you yeah then God will use somebody else so, yeah so don't don't feel like you're the only person that's gonna God will make it happen yeah I thought that's a great challenge so that's almost it's almost that thought of Man, don't think don't think yourselves more highly than you ought to. Like we're yeah. not we're not trying to lead out a position here. We're always there to serve, and, and that serving might be at another level. Yeah, you know, you often talk about the fact that you're still a, you're still a small group leader. You're still yeah. an e group leader. Yeah. Now it might be you might be leading a different. Well, in fact, you still actually lead an e group of guys anyway. Yeah. But at different levels, you might still lead, but you're still doing the same things. You don't graduate from leading small groups or from serving, you know, serving people. Well, it's serving people, and it's just like whatever it takes. It's like yeah. some people, you know, servanthood, and they think, oh, well, I've got to do these tasks. And, you know, it's like like they they go, oh, I'm a servant because I do this and I do that, and they, they put it down to different tasks. But uh, servanthood needs to be married to vision. Right. Servanthood not married to vision is simply virtue signaling. Right. So explain that a bit more. Uh, well, it's it's just plain. Look at me, I'm serving. Okay. Oh, right, right, right. I'm serving. With my flowing robes and my yeah, yeah. yeah. But <laughs> but the question is, is your serving or is your helping helping? Yeah, yeah. Good question. Yeah. Uh, is it really pushing the vision yeah. forward? Because there's some things I I don't do today that I used to do. Right. Yeah. I I don't mind you know cleaning yeah. up. I don't yeah. mind doing a whole lot of other things. But is that the best use of my time to see the vision move forward? Yeah. And so sometimes serving is actually, hey, there's some things <laughs> that I, I really need to focus yeah, on yeah. because I, I, I can, you know, put on the garment and, yep. and look like I'm a servant. But yep. really, you know, all I'm doing is just virtue signaling and going yeah. like, look at me. So, so servanthood needs to be married to vision. Yeah. 
which which is really like uh, which is really important. As and I think going back to your point, you know, you touched on before, even in like a corporate context, as as organisations grow, and, I, and I've worked in a bunch of big corporates, uh, what tends to happen is you. As you grow in the organization, you get more and more defined roles. There's yeah. a lane that you operate in, a very specific lane. But you're right, the people in those organizations that were prepared to go across those lanes to, to, to serve another area of the organization, yeah. not because they had to, but because they go, actually, I want to see the organization move forward, yeah. were ones that you didn't notice. Because you go, you don't have to be here. You don't have to do this. Oh, I can handle it. And I just think it's, it, does, it does awaken something in people when you see like servanthood is so attractive. Yeah. People notice it. You know mm. what I mean? When they notice it when it comes in the right place. Yeah. And I think it's just a really important thing to talk about that actually you're never more like Jesus than when you serve. So if we're mm. going to reach a world, yeah. then actually the best thing you can do is probably start serving. Like where am I going to start? We yeah. talked about priorities a previous week. Yeah. Like where am I going to start? Well, figure out where you want to go. Yeah. And then the priority's got to be somewhere along the line. Servanthood's got you got to start somewhere by serving people. Well, it, it's serving. And in the end, um, and we use this expression, you know, we don't want to use people to fulfill our vision. Right. Because, and this is really important, is is our vision is people. People are our vision, yeah, exactly. People are yeah. our vision. Yeah. is the building of lives. It's, it's seeing the transform, seeing transformation take place. And so it's, 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 Coming to a point where you're just secure. See, my role as a leader is not to put my imprint on people. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um, my role as a leader is to serve and release what's yeah. in them. Yeah, They've got a God print on right. their life. Yeah, good. And my role as a leader is to help them discover what has God given them to do mm. and then create an environment where they can they can express that that dream, that desire that God's put in their life, and I think uh, a controlling leader is coming around and just you know saying you need to do this for my vision. Whereas yeah. what we're serving is, and I like what Paul says. Uh, he says I was faithful to the heavenly vision. Cool, that's good. Yeah, and um, yeah, God's given me a vision, but I'm just stewarding it. And yeah. His vision, the vision He's given me, is is a small piece of His. Yeah. his overall vision for what he wants to see happen in the world today yeah otherwise we don't want to be a a personality-led church no you know because that's yeah we've seen how that works for for, for people and it's yeah yeah well it's not about building around an individual and it's not about us you know um putting our imprint on people you know the bible says we're born of an incorruptible seed yeah and uh, there's an incorruptible seed that lies within every born-again believer, and our role is to nurture that seed mm. and help it grow and mature because that has um, an element of ki- uh, the kingdom in it, and it brings is going to bring a kingdom expression to the yeah, world, that's great. world around. Yeah, great. Great chat on servant leadership, Sam. Thanks for that. That's all we've got time for uh, this week. Thanks so much for listening or for watching, for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Offscript with Sam Monk. If you found this podcast helpful, make sure you pass it on. We love your feedback, so drop us a line about what topics you'd like to hear about on Offscript with Sam Monk.